You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. Welcome to the very first episode of Transformers Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. My name is Michael Ordway, also known as Snazzy Mike from the Transmissions podcast, and I'm going to be your game master for this campaign. Some of you are new to the idea of RPGs, or tabletop role-playing games, but I think most of you know about the Transformers. This podcast is going to combine those two worlds into the first Transformers role-playing game, and the first time anyone has turned it into an actual play podcast. So what's a role-playing game? It's a collaborative storytelling game in which the players, led by a GM, me, creates characters and goes on adventures in a sci-fi or fantasy world. The players interact with friendly allies, fight enemies, and discover the story of the campaign as they explore the world around them. These worlds can take any form from fantasy to modern to sci-fi, some of the more famous ones being Dungeons & Dragons, Shadowrun, and Pathfinder. There have been several Transformers-themed RPGs released since Transformers first premiered. Most of them are home-brewed sets of rules that fans have put together to recreate their favorite characters in tabletop form. Mechagenesis, Battle Changers, Giant Guardian Generation, and even the Transformers trading card game are are all examples of tabletop games in the Transformers universe. For this game, we're going to be using a couple of systems. The base game is Starfinder, which is published by Paizo, the same studio that puts out Pathfinder. Starfinder is going to be responsible for all the ground rules of the campaign, movement, combat, and leveling up characters. The various classes that players can choose from is based off of Mechamorphosis, a gamebook published for the D&D 3.5 system by a company called Horizon, and modified to run with the Starfinder ruleset. Lastly, the campaign is going to be set in the IDW Transformers comic universe, shortly before the events of the first Strike miniseries. We'll see plenty of familiar characters, and get introduced to new ones as the players navigate the political unrest of post-war Cybertron. Most of the players are new arrivals on Cybertron, having come from the colony world, and will learn about Cybertron's history at the same time you do. Guys, why don't you introduce yourselves? Hello, my name's Matt. Um, I've been role-playing for about 25 years plus. In this game, I'm playing uh, the team of Magnum and Pythagoras. Magnum is what's called an augmented, which means a headmaster. His head, when he turns into his alternate form, is a separate transformer of his own. Pythagoras is the head. He's a scientist. Scientist is basically what it sounds like. He's a lot of skills in physical analysis, and he can also do um, repair work. For the roles, Magnum is basically an investigator. He can 
good at questioning people, interrogation, finding clues, assessing a situation, noticing details that are important. On the other hand, complementary side, Pythagoras has uh, got very concrete knowledge to be able to analyze physical evidence, anything that involves sort of scientific analysis, use of technology, computers, that, that sort of thing. He's probably also going to end up as the party's healer because he is capable of, of repairing other bots. There are a couple of reasons why I ended up on these particular characters. Magnum, I remembered Rekgar from the original Transformers movie and how he'd been absorbing Earth commercials for so long that's all that's the only way he could speak. So I'd sort of wondered what would happen to a Transformer who had been stuck watching nothing but uh, Earth crime, TV, TV shows, detective shows, police shows for about 50 years. It'd also be an interesting challenge for me to play someone who isn't necessarily polite or nice to everyone. He has a very uh, cynical, hard-boiled aspect to him. I tend to play characters who are very gregarious and, and helpful, and so this will be an interesting change of pace. As well as that, playing two characters with very different personalities is going to be an interesting challenge as well. Pythagoras is much, much friendlier, politer, and helpful. So I'm going to have to switch back and forth and try to maintain their own distinct personalities. Pythagoras's personality is probably going to, need, going to be developing a lot more as time goes on. So I'm very happy to be part of this game. Hello, I'm Mike and I'm playing Wildstrike. Wildstrike transforms into a jet. He's a soldier class which focuses on combat and he will be particularly focusing on ranged combat. He's a Decepticon from Cybertron, and an idealist, believing in freedom over tyranny that the Decepticons were founded on. Hello everyone, my name is Patrick Finn. I've been playing RPGs for about 25 years. In this Transformers game, I'm going to be playing Carapace. Carapace's theme is that of a vehicle transformer, which, as you might guess, means he turns into a vehicle. In this case, a six-legged walking tank. He is from the primitive world of Eucharist has little interest in politics, and unlike most of his companions, is disappointed that the war is over. As a mercenary, he has hunted down Autobots, Decepticons, and Neutrals alike. His role, both literally and figuratively, is the party tank. His class is Loadbearer, which means that I'm pretty much a giant robot that wears even more giant armor. It's pretty sick. This is Rob. I'm playing Rex. He can transform into a Stegosaurus. He's from the planet Eucharist. He's also a controller, and he has three small followers with him. They also happen to be dinosaurs, a raptor, a pteranodon, and a triceratops. I decided to be this kind of character to be different from all the others I've played in other games. Usually I play a cleric or a fighter or something like that, so this is really different for me this time. Hi, I'm Adam Achu, a veteran role player for, let's say, 30 plus years. For the Empire of Rust game, I'll be playing Sweet Spot. He's a political transformer from Velocitron, looking to further his career and pole position in his next political race. Uh, Sweet Spot transforms into a race car, as most do on Velocitron, because the whole society there revolves around speed and racing. That's the reason I wanted to make this character. 
I haven't played many political or pro-government characters because well, they're boring in my opinion. The fact that political races for government offices on Velostron are actual races makes it very interesting to me. The cool thing about Sweet Spot is his desire to change the society he's from. On Velocitron, how fast you go determines your social worth, and he wants to abolish speed discrimination. Sweet Spot is a unique character for me to roleplay because his motivations and his morality are sure to come into conflict. As for me, I've been playing for years as both a player and a game master on a variety of systems mainly Dungeons & Dragons and Pathfinder. But it's been my dream to play a Transformers RPG, something where I could meet the characters I grew up with and explore their world. I waited for an official game to be released, but after the premiere of Starfinder in 2017, I realized that we had all we needed to make our own game. After a few months of revising and testing, we're finally ready to do this. One last thing. If you like the show, please tell all your friends and give us a rating. Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, whatever service you use. If you like it, rate it. Five stars if you can. And with that, welcome to the first episode of Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. It is the year 2015. The war is over. Cybertron has been restored to life after millions of years of devastation. Megatron formally surrendered three years ago, ordering the Decepticons to stand down. But peace remains an elusive goal. Now, the Autobots and Decepticons are forced to live side by side as thousands of neutral bots and others from the long-lost Cybertronian colonies return to resettle their ancient homeworld. Together, representatives from each colony joined with Cybertron's titan-chosen ruler Starscream in an alliance to form the Council of Worlds. As Earth's ambassador, former Autobot leader Optimus Prime drives Cybertron's efforts to prepare the human race to join the Council as the newest member of the Cybertronian Confederation. So you are surrounded by thousands of other Transformers, Cybertronians, former Autobots, former Decepticons, Neutrals, colonists that have come to visit, and you are in the middle of the induction ceremony for Earth into the Cybertron Council of Worlds. There were 13 originally, but we're not naming that many. There's just Junkion, Camion, Velocitron, Eucharist, Earth, and Cybertron. Uh, Division is another one that was uh, just known as is from. Carcer is essentially a, a Titan city. That's a colony okay. that is floating in, uh, that is flying in orbit above Cybertron. Okay. So Cybertron. Uh, Velocitron, Caminus, Eucharis, Division. Were they like Moon Base One, kind of? It's an actual ship. Oh, okay. But it's like a big city-sized ship. It's essentially, it's Metroplex <coughs> in, and a, a colony had started, had kind of started there, but they never settled on a planet. Okay. So think of like a big flying city. 
So what, they just get up into orbit and say, oh, this is good enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Where do we want to go? I don't know. Lazy explorers. <laughs> That's kind of like moving to your mom's garage. We were, like, like, further out, like, beyond Cybertron's orbit, like, over, like, you know, elsewhere in the galaxy. But when colon- when contact was established with uh, the other colonies, it was also established with Carcer, and Carcer decided to fly back home. Are there more than one of those things? Each colony is supposed to have a Titan as its core, as its heart. Uh, partly as transportation to get all the colonists there, and, uh, and potentially as, as a base. Huh. In Caminus, the Titan was uh, was disassembled and used to, to build the actual cities on Caminus. So he effectively was killed? Essentially, yeah. On Velocitron, the Titan still lives, and it's the, the major city that is... Running around the world. through the fields. Yep. I had the pleasure of carrying on a three-sentence conversation with him about 300 years ago. It was moving, and so was he. <laughs> Uh, just, I'm sure you don't know, but the name of that titan is uh, Navitas, N-A-V-I-T-A-S. On the dais up front, Icon Hub is like a large plaza, that's what that holds all of you. Uh, you are surrounded by buildings on all sides, and one of the Iaconian government buildings, the other main government building, is uh, kind of up to the, the northern side. Up on the dais, you can see representatives of all of your all the colony planets, both delegates from each of the colony worlds. So, Carapus and Rex, you would recognize uh, Tigatron and Airazor, the representatives from Eucaris, and Sweets would recognize Knockout and Moonracer, the uh, delegates from Velocitron. Did you say Tigatron? Tigatron. Tigatron. T i g a t r o n. And Airazor. And Air Razor. Is Air Blazer also there? Air Phaser? <laughs> <Not right. laughs> yeah, no. No. In spirit. As a general rule, like, can Transformers detect other Transformers? Like, cause theoretically, like, hey, we're walking into a building. Is it also a person? Like, can we tell if we're walking into a Transformer, or is that part of the disguise skill? Thing. With a successful life science check, you can determine if it is actually a transformer, uh, but it is going to be opposed by their uh, disguise skill. Because like, it's like if I go inside of another transformer non-consensually, that makes me feel uncomfortable. Makes you feel uncomfortable. I'm a government person. It'd be hard for me to gain office. Non-consensual. Oh, right, right. You make me feel uncomfortable. Well, <clears throat> not for everybody. Don't worry, they'll lock the doors if they don't want you in. That's okay. Did you go in the outdoor? <laughs> it's exit only. It, it's such a weird thing, though. Like, just to think about that. Like, if everything around you, like the street, the fucking car, like the gun you're holding, there all could be sentient somethings. It's like mm-hmm. the concept why, of personhood. Why isn't life science a skill that we all have maxed out then? You know? I think I actually had sent that to you. Like, we're all Transformers. We all should have, like, disguise. This is a class skill for all of you. It is. Yep. Okay. Do we get, like, plus 10 at the thing that we are? As long like, as it fits the environment. So if you turned into a plant and you just transform in the middle of this, this you know, big right. metal area, it's not going to work. People, you'd stand out. Like, right. right. If you turned into a Cybertronian car on Earth, 
you would also stand out. Right. So as long as your form matches the environment, then yes. I, I, I forget the number. I think it's like a plus 10 or a plus 20 to the, the jack. Because say, what if I like spray camouflage as me as a tank in the jungles of Yukarin? Yukaris. 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 Yeah. Ooh, that's edgy. <laughs> I don't know if I'd have uh, the brass trailer hitched to <laughs> repaint myself. Velocitronies are kind of big. You think? <laughs> <laughs> don't hate me because I'm beautiful. That's not why I... No, <laughs> <laughs> we have several other reasons. <laughs> and the list is growing. As the crowds are kind of milling about, Starscream comes on stage, and all of you know Starscream. He is the elected ruler of Cybertron. What? Do you vote for him? No. I'm not that, I don't want to hear him. Uh, he's a general yeah, for him. He had to have won the race. Okay, of course. Uh, <laughs> just, just because... <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, all right, I forget about your thing. Um, so he's not... Ghost Dust. Okay. Is Megatron still alive then? Megatron is still alive. He had actually surrendered a few years ago and he was put on trial. He got a loophole in the law which allowed him to demand a trial on the moons of Cybertron on Luna 2. The thing is, the Luna 2 is considered the jurisdiction of the Knights of Cybertron, essentially a mythical organization that left Cybertron Millennia ago. Years ago. Right. So what happened is he was put on a ship with a bunch of other Autobots called the Lost Light, and they are now searching for the Knights of Cybertron because it is the only legal way that his trial can actually commence. <laughs> well, isn't that clever? That's why the only good lawyer, good lawyer is a dead lawyer. Actually, some politician ought to rewrite that law or propose a rewrite. So, so Starscream was elected by people from both sides? Yeah. Pro shrieking, pro shrieking party, no doubt. Yeah, I was going to say, is there a version of Starscream that we don't know about? Because the one I know is a coward, and he still is a schemer. He's not so much a, a coward, but he does, you know, he will fight for Cybertron, and he will put Cybertron security first. Uh, he will try to get his own stuff right. accomplished as well. Uh, so he's more schemer, more conniving than he is a coward. But he's competent. Yeah. Okay. So far, so at least. Okay. So Starscream walks out on stage, calls for attention. My fellow Cybertronians, Velocitronians, Eucarans, Divisions, Carcerians, and Camions, welcome to Iacon Plaza on this day, a day that will live in our history for cycles yet to come. A day where we add another colony to the growing Council of Worlds. On this day, we welcome our spiritual brethren into our council and elevate the humans of planet Earth to stand amongst us as equals. With Metro Titan, the same Titan that prophesied that I would be the one to unite Cybertron's ancient colonies, acting as our embassy on Earth, we will bring the world of humanity into the intergalactic community. Representing the many nations of Earth is Marissa Fairborn, a human who fought to defend her planet when our old war reached her world. She fought against Megatron's tyranny and Optimus Prime's misguided warmongering. Off to the, the east, an explosion rings out 
on the buildings next to the icon hub. Ooh, fireworks. No, wait. And on the western side, explosions break out on that building as well. And as you look around the plaza, there are multiple explosions happening on each building that surrounds the plaza. Okay. Dirty work afoot. I guess we take cover? Take cover, yep. Just a Michael Bay. <laughs> We're in a sequel, everybody. We're in a sequel. Okay. This, this, this happens. This happens every day. <laughs> you mean every bay? <laughs> the hot dog cart explodes. No reason for it. <laughs> well, there was no reason for a hot dog cart anyway. Oh wait, there are humans here. I guess I gotta eat. The transformer who turns into a hot dog cart, you know, for the first time in a million years, has a purpose. <laughs> and I am the prophesized one. <laughs> I will draw my weapon and uh, survey around to see where they're coming from. Okay. If they're getting closer. You guys can all go ahead and make a perception check. Oh, yay. I rolled a 17, so I have a 17. Carapus <coughs> gets a 17. I get a 19. 19. Got a 20. 20. Stegosaurus Rex was a 4. Found some grass in the crap. Sweet spot. Got a 21. Well, we, we did do that. We went 17, 19, 20, 21. I was just like, continue it. Continue the roll. All right, Rex, you find some grass on the ground, and it's uh, kind of tasty. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of you, you are taking a look at the buildings, and you notice that there doesn't seem to be any, any actual people opening fire, that no one is shooting, there's no attack or anything. It just seems that the, the, the building has exploded, either from uh, some kind of detonation, a bomb, or something like that. But it did not get hit by, by weapons fire. Um, were the explosives designed to level the buildings or to cause damage to people? It did not level the buildings. Uh, you would imagine, it's a little hard to tell from your vantage points, but you imagine the people next to the building probably have taken Oh, but I mean, it's like if someone wanted to not level a building, they'd know how to level a building, and that wouldn't be. So people were the target in, in, a, in a situation like that. Uh, one of the smaller buildings to the west uh, did collapse, but that's likely because it's just a small building. Right. How's, how's everyone else reacting? There are screams, there are people running, uh, we're trying to run away from the actual buildings and try to more like pile into the center of the plaza. Uh, looking up at the, the stage, you can see that some of the Iacon security forces have grabbed uh, Starscream and grabbed some of the delegates and are ushering them off the stage. You can see that the security forces are coming in uh, from the, the front end trying to restore order. So you have four options of things you can do. You can try to aid the injured. Uh, you can take a look around to determine if there are any more uh, structural kind of weaknesses, either in the, the plaza itself or some of the buildings around there. You can help move some debris out of the way. Or you can go and try to convince people that, hey, if nothing else is, is happening right at the moment. Maybe don't stand over here. Maybe you want to move somewhere else. What he'd actually do is try to look and see if he was acting differently than the rest of the crowd. Okay. Someone who knew what was going to happen would, might be uh, trying to get away towards the explosions or not joining the general crowd. General panic is calmer than usual. You know, this sort of clues. Okay. But uh, 
I don't know if that's not an option. No, it's not. It's an option. Uh, Go ahead and do a perception. What's your perception? Uh, PI. Oh, that. Instead? In- investigator? Yeah, sure. Oh, dang. <laughs> 24. 24. Nice. All right. So you take a look at the crowd. There's the vast majority of the crowd is all kind of just piling away from the buildings surrounding the plaza. There's a, a lot of people trying to kind of like skirt their way through the, the accesses and the, the streets that are heading away from it, trying to evacuate. But the plaza is, is fairly tightly packed, so they're having kind of trouble getting out. But as you're scanning the, the crowd, you don't notice anyone running in the quote-unquote wrong direction, everyone seems to be reacting the way you expect them to. Well, Strike, what are you going to do? Uh, I was going to transform into the jet, <clears throat> fly around, and just observe the area, look for weaknesses, look for other bombs, anything suspicious, anything I can find, basically. Uh, give me an engineering roll. Engineering? I'm not going to do that. No. Are <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> Do you have anything else that would work in this case? Perception. Since you are flying on above, that makes sense. Do we have a lot of proud people transforming and flying away? <laughs> you'd think you'd have a swarm, you know? Yeah, anyone who can transform into a jet or a flying vehicle of some kind has, and if they want, they want to get out, then they're going to transform and die off. Uh, 19. 19. And you're looking for kind of other charges and structural weaknesses, you said? Yeah. It's a little hard to see from from the air, especially considering that there's a bunch of people kind of all running around. Uh, but you don't notice any charges on tops of the buildings, uh, attached to the outsides of the buildings. Uh, there are some some kind of cracks running through there. There's some cracks and some damage and some debris kind of going through the ground, kind of near the building. In the center of the plaza, it doesn't seem like anything is, is crap broken. Whatever. Guys, uh, what would you like to do? Uh, I would like to uh, determine if there are going to be any secondary charges, because like when a, a primary charge goes off, if you're trying to maximize fear or damage to a population, you can often predict where the people will run to and then put a secondary charge there, like in a case like, a, don't run towards the fountain because it's going to blow up and it's effectively like a claymore, like a giant claymore. Or like the center of this plot. Right. Give me an engineering check. If you can, perception if you cannot. They both suck. So one is gonna plus one, so I have an eighteen, so that's a nineteen. That's engineering. Uh, you do take a, a good look around the center of the plaza, trying to see if someone had maybe separated out like a panel or something like that and hidden something underneath. And it is a little tough because everyone's kinda of stomping all over and pushing you out of the way. But you don't notice anything unusual. Okay. Rex. Rex, I think, will take Pteranodon out and let him fly around, looking sort of kind of like these guys did, not that I know what they're doing. If there's people coming in with guns or missiles flying in or, you know, anything suspicious or another building ready to fall down or something, you know. Give me a perception. Uh, That's like a six or something. (laughs) Must be a lot of... Smoke from the building or something in his area. <laughs> Lots of smoke. You do see a bunch of people with guns coming from the northern side of the plaza. Does it look like what I know is that security people? You have no idea. You just see a bunch of people with guns. Okay. Oh. 
we all have guns, yeah, I was right? Just Technically, say half of, like all of us. I have certain... spikes on me. Yeah. <laughs> like... The Cybertron is like the Texas, you know, like everyone in the crowd is probably it's armed. Like, you know, do you have a weapon? Of course, it's required by law. You know, like, oh right. Is it like <laughs> is it like a group of people just milling about, or is it like people marching down from you know down the road? Marching from the direction of the stage. From the stage to where? Towards me. Towards the crowd. That's all you get for assists. That's fine. We'll hire next time. <laughs> Maybe I will. Is that my action? That's Tyrannodon flying around. Right, I didn't, I didn't know if can you I help? I'll help aid anybody I can in any way. Yeah. Sweet spot. Alright, I got a two-part here. First part, before the speed started, want to take a look around. Want to see if there are any other humans in the crowd, maybe here to kind of watch the ceremony going on, not just the, uh, the people who were, you know, the guests of honor. I heard about these humans, never actually met any. I heard that they're uh, pretty susceptible to damage, kind of squishy, easy to, easy to hurt. Judging from the last place I knew where any group of them were, I want to transform into a car, want to race right to them, open up my doors, tell them to get inside for their own safety. Uh, give me a production. Uh, 12. You saw a bunch of humans up on the stage. There's no humans in the crowd. There was a, a section that was kind of cordoned off for them near the front. Uh, just you imagine, just for for safety, because a lot of the bots are going to be a lot bigger than them, and if they get underfoot, switch. They wanted to avoid that, so there was a, a section kind of up front that was uh, cordoned off for them. When the explosion happens, the Icon security forces went in and gathered them all up, kind of the same thought that you had, and has taken them away from the staging area. So it doesn't look like anyone else is is any other humans are in this area. Okay. I uh, still want to go in that direction and just check on them, make sure they're all right, offer any assistance I can. Zip through the crowd. Uh, and your first part was you wanted to do a check for the people around you? The... The, fir- the first part was before the speech started, I wanted to check out if there were any other any other humans here to watch the proceedings. So I guess all the humans that are here were actually part of the proceedings. That's all right. So say as, a, as a point of order, as our representative Velocitronian, he should probably always go first. It's like you're like a source, you know, swiftness, where it's just like, hey, guess what? Like, you just go first. Why? Well, because you're fucking fast. Oh, just happy <clears throat> Yeah, just as like, a, like having him go last in any circumstances feels really weird. <laughs> I know, right? Last. First. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's fine. That makes, that makes a certain amount of sense. <laughs> I mean, what you must have you every time you run. You must have like That's a, right. a, a plus ten initiative modifier, something like that. Am I right? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's in a double digit. So. It's only eighteen. Don't worry. No, no, no. That's like my pilot skill. It's not even that high. Last first, we're all scrap eventually. Oh wait, sorry. It's only plus eight. Right, so it's only twice as good as me. And I have an 18 dex. I will, I will finish like this round going this way, but I, I do see what you mean. Yeah. Okay, so back up to Magnum over here. Magnum, you were doing check for suspicious characters, and you didn't see anyone suspicious around or anyone behaving wrongly. Uh, what would you like to do? I will uh, head towards the VIP section. As a... Uh, and see where they're headed. Uh, keep, in mind, keep my eyes open, because they're probably going to be the targets. Uh, there's anything else happening. Maybe not, but... 
it says he's checking for the the crowd, danger to the crowd. I'm gonna see if I can see what's I mean, there's the VIPs are still even here or they're already completely gone. For the most part, they have been removed. The delegates have been taken off the stage and brought over to a secure facility. They have they had plans in place in case anything did go wrong during the ceremony. Uh, some of the lesser staff hasn't haven't been evacuated yet, but you can see that they are up near the the front, kind of waiting for the next round of uh, next round of transports to come and take them away. Okay, I'll, if I can get to them, I'll ask. Flunky or anybody I can get my hands on. If um, anyone's missing, or if they know someone, if someone, anyone's missing, or if uh, if the, the, anything's happened in any of the VIPs that nobody else knows about right now. Like, so are they everyone accounted? Is everyone accounted for? I guess. Uh, you find one of the lesser reps from Velocitron as uh, a breakdown and. He pretty much says that it's like, I, I, I don't know who's who's missing. I don't think anyone is. I, I'm pretty certain all the security people, security forces got to, to everyone. I don't think I was missing them. I, th- I think we're I, I think we're good. You think we're good, Vita Gonzalez? Are you sure? I, I don't know. I don't know. I just saw the explosions and like everything. Like, oh. Calm down. Calm down. Well, his name is Breakdown. Yeah. Nice name you got there. <laughs> All right. I'm going to look around, all right? Are you part right. of the security forces? No. But I'm an interested party. Excuse me while I ask someone calmer. All right. So, while well, you were checking for, like, structural integrity and yes. damage and for bombs, what would you like to do next? So you said that I noticed some cracks on the ground. <clears throat> near the buildings. Near the buildings. I just want... I'll go down, and I'll make sure nobody's near there. I'll kind of usher people away from that section. And any of the cracks in the buildings that I saw, keep people away from those, just in case they do start to fall. Okay. Uh huh. I roll, but can I make it an intimidate check instead? Sure. Okay. You can do that. I'll keep the same roll. I just done. I believe we've got a fourteen. Yeah, it must be your uh, your Decepticon symbol, kind of like you know, proudly shown on your shoulder. That's there. right. They're uh, they're kind of like backing away from you. What do you say to them? The hell away from here before you get hurt. Yeah, you're just like you draw your guns. Yeah. You're like, oh, now everyone, the, everyone kills you. Like, so don't be the guy that's pointing guns to a crowd. Back up, back up. I think I found a suspicious character. <laughs> <laughs> he was right next to me all the time. Oh, that poor sad bot. Well, if you're successful. You get him to back away. Great, <laughs> excellent work. All right, Carapace. Uh, Carapace is activating his reflecting armor. Ooh, what is that? Uh, it is it is the power that I have. So we all have a level one power. Um, in my case, I have reflecting armor that lasts for ten minutes because I'm first level, ten minutes per level, and I can absorb and reflect up to ten points of damage. So if another bomb goes off or if something should attack us, I will take less ten damage. And since I'm supposed to be like this big tough carapace person, I thought it was an appropriate ability. But since I did not see any tracks like you know, I didn't see anything for like secondary charges or anything like that um, I will go to if I see a building that looks like it's about to fall as a load bearer I will try to do exactly what my name implies what is a, load <clears throat> a load bearer is a, it's a transformer that effectively has like the, the, the truck or the secondary thing that I can merge with 
and I have a combined form. Think Ultra Magnus for anyone who's actually, you know, know the Transformers. But you get stronger, in my case. Stronger, faster, tougher. And I will try to support any building that might be falling down. <laughs> faster is He's going to speak encouragingly to it. I am fast. Sure. Faster than my base form. Oh, yes, of Like, course. when I'm in armor, I'm faster. Relatively speaking, yes, you are faster. So just so you know, speedy guy, I have an 18 dex. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Because, you know, you got to balance all of that. <laughs> and my name's not top-heavy, you know? It's, uh, it's bottom-heavy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he likes big buses? Fat bottom boss, <laughs> will you make the rockin' girl go <laughs> So, Rex, what are you going to do on this second Can Mr. give me any better information on what it sees? You just want to, uh, you just want to take a quick look around and see what's going on? Yeah, that's what he's up there for. Alright, do you have a perception then? Yeah, it's like an 11. A little less smoke up there right now. <laughs> uh, are you going to aid him with the perception? Sure, why not? Unnatural 21. Uh, you notice the armed bots coming forward, and you recognize them as the icon security forces, as they are coming down from the stage and dispersing the ground, trying to uh, trying to regain order or some semblance of order to this speech. So they're not getting into like firing positions. They're not. Okay. It looks like they're trying to help some of the people who were injured and trying to corral some people away from the. So the only person that's threatening the crowd with armed weapons is our... Is Wild Strike. Is Wild Strike. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Damn Decepticons. Who said that? <laughs> Half the crowd. <laughs> the sweet spot. So as you are searching through all of the... Uh, searching through the crowd and searching for uh, anyone else to help out, some bot does come up to you, and you do recognize him, though. His name is Circuit. He is one of the reporters... Icon. He's got his camera bot behind him. Sweet spot, sweet spot. This is Circuit with Icon News Service. Please, please, tell us what's going on here. If I knew, I would certainly give you a statement. Right now, we gotta help some bots out. You know anything about helping bots that have been injured? Doctoring? Bots, as it were? I'm afraid I, I'm afraid I don't. Alright, you, you can be a nurse. Ah, let's go over here. I, like, grab him by the arm, and I lead him through the crowd toward where one of the explosions happened and see if any bots are injured that I can help out. Because I'm sure first responders are going to be in short supply. And Wait, you're getting me involved? What's this? Actually, I just want him to film me getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that. <laughs> and his camera bot comes up and follows behind him and pretty much doing what you want and filming you and him helping out with the injury. Uh, all of you spend a few minutes kind of helping out, searching, uh, trying to figure out kind of what happened, searching for some uh, damaged areas, searching for bots to help out, uh, searching for suspicious characters. Since I'm not getting where, anywhere with questioning people, what, he'll, what he would do next is transform into the sensor bay and try to run a scan of the whole area. At the same time, uh, Pythagoras will go out and start doing uh, medical treatment. You have two characters. Yes. Magnum, Magnum is a headmaster. Then his head is Pythagoras, who's a scientist. And he transforms into a structure, which is a sensor bay. Vending machine. Yes, it looks like a vending machine since it's only large right now, so <laughs> no one can actually go inside who's 
normal sized, but we'll get there. Humans could actually work. Oh, yeah. Alright, so yeah, you go ahead and take a scan of the area. What are you searching for specifically? Uncharged explosives, high concentrated nothing, odd bands of communication that doesn't seem to be search and rescue related. Sort of just take as much in as I can. Definitely if I can detect any unexploded charges anywhere too. Maybe another heavy pocket of of bots who aren't in the square. You don't notice any unusual transmissions. Uh, such as communications between like, a terrorist group or, or cells of uh, various people who are trying to stay in touch with each other, aside, again, aside from the emergency vents. So you think that if anyone was in the vicinity doing this, they're not there anymore. Uh, it's a little harder to find unexploded munitions. Uh, give me a, an engineering check. Yeah. yeah, give me an engineering check. He doesn't know engineering. I guess he. I guess he really has no idea what to look for when it comes to explosives. Then, okay. You can hear debris falling inside buildings. Not a lot of it. Not like a building's coming down, but certainly some parts of it that haven't like kind of fallen. I guess like pieces are shaking and, and falling down. Given enough time, if he doesn't s- detect anything suspicious, he will switch his scan to trying to determine if there are bots inside buildings that are compromised that might be trying to get out. More, more or less listening for them. So as you're, you're doing this, a bot comes up to the five of you. It's a bot that some of you recognize. It is Ironhide. All five of you. There's actually ten of us, just because he's two people and he's four people. Well, Pythagoras probably wouldn't be with us. At the moment. Everyone at the table. <laughs> it's confusing. Yeah. This is the first time we've addressed this. It's like, oh, we're actually having a bigger party than we've seen. Damn it. Damn it. Rex, transform back so it's simpler. Rex, you have three bots with you? What's going on here? I have three little dinosaurs that work with me and help me with extra eyes and ears and that kind of stuff. They transform into a part of you? Yeah. Like my spikes and my, my and- call. And what's your alma? Stegosaurus. So are they the spikes at the end of the tail, or the the plates? They're the ones that's sticking into your side right now. Oh. <laughs> so the spikes. <laughs> so Ironhide comes in uh, and orders a number of the uh, the couple of security bots and a few of the the people who are kind of just standing around, like looking, helping out. He he's kind of points them to. You three, head to the northern building. There might be survivors in there. Comes up to you five. Says, you, 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 you and you, that building there, go, go. Do you want me to stop doing what I'm doing, sir? Damn it, I am a building. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, he is a building, I'm holding up a building. Is that actually a good building for them to go in? Or is there a better building to help people? All of them are kind of in the same shape, but and as you're... you're People-wise, though. Or if you do detect that there are probably a couple survivors, they get some noise in there. Hey, Joker, this building, this building, and this building are the ones where people are in. All right, get it done. And I guess I'll turn back and head over there. Thank you. We'll get people on it right away. You five, head into that one. Don't worry, Anhad. We'll take care of this. Mm-hmm. So I'm not actually necess- needed to hold this building up. Are you going to try letting go? No. But, uh, need... What are you holding at the wall? I think I am. You got time to lean, there's time to clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like this guy. 
as far as I know, I'm actually holding this building up from collapsing. So until I'm told otherwise, I'm going to hold it up. You can tell that it, it's whatever he's doing is not actually holding it up. Uh, it's it's fine. <laughs> I think it, uh, I think you can do. Uh, you two will se- you can separate. Okay, thank you. It's like oh wait, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, he found a that. sense of humor. Vending machine is tough, man. Yeah. <laughs> we have to be when everyone kicks you and shakes you. And with that, I'm going to transform into a car and zip on over to the building I uh, told me to get into. Uh, I make sure I'm yelling as I enter for people to exit the building who can exit the building. Come on now. Out this way. Out this way. We got folks that need to get in here and help other bots out. Give us some space. Is anybody, like, caught under rubble? No one that you can tell from from the outside. The building is about seven or eight stories tall. Uh, so go ahead and put yourselves on the map that I have just drawn for you. Uh, put yourselves outside the main door of the building. Can I be inside or no? Uh, you can be in the first square inside. What do you want to do? How do you want to handle this? May I should go in right in the middle and do a scan and try to locate the pet people better. Sounds good. And then the rest of you guys can follow. Anybody have comm links? Because I have one. I do. Think we should link up? Communication-wise. Sure. We can do that. I love the community. Communication is the only thing I do faster than driving. And talk. I'll transform into a little building. <laughs> building within a building. A little teeny building. Thagras can do the, the, the footwork for me. How high up in this building was the initial explosion? Fifth floor. That's where we should go. So, sweet spot, when you first enter the building, you do notice a bot near the stairs on the floor. Alrighty. Calling up. Hey, come on. Gotta get out. Gotta make way. Bot is not moving. That's gonna be a problem. I will rush over to him and check him out. Is he whole? Yes, he is whole. How many holes does he have? <laughs> but, he's, <laughs> but he's not conscious. He is not conscious, and he does actually have a couple of holes. Like, are they supposed to be their holes, or are they... Nope. Like, he's not like a pincushion con or something like that? The... <laughs> Donacon. <laughs> it looks like damage. Like, from an explosion or from, like, spears? You don't see any spears. Okay. Well, you're going to have to make a medicine check if you want to get any more information. Medicine, you say? Medicine, yes. Not really my forte. Thagoras will check him out to see if he's still alive and stabilize him. Medicine check. 23? He is definitely dead. Not from debris, though. It looks like there was a blaster wound. This man's been shot. I'm looking at the Decepticon that was holding guns outside earlier. You were the first one in the room. You're right. Politician. <laughs> I was the first one in the room. And I watch. I'm the first one up these stairs. <laughs> Zip zoom. Can I get the manager on from this dude? <laughs> yes, you can. Well, I need some if I'm going to heal other people. So what is that? Why do you need Energon? He's a medic, so he can use Energon cubes, whatever they are, cubes of Energon, presumably, to heal hit points in other bots or himself. He can t- get them from recently deceased or just unconscious transformers. Can anyone do that? No, just uh, he's a scientist, and uh, medic is a special ability that you can have for a scientist. I mean, well, any scientist can take Energon and use it to give people boosts, but uh, you need a, you need to take one of the class abilities to do hit point damage. 
Can that do stamina points as well, or only hit point damage? As far as I know, just hit points. The rest of you staying outside, or are you going to venture in as well? I'm going in. Has the vending machine told us where people are in the city, in the building? <laughs> and I do. What's your name again, I'm sorry? Magnum. Magnum, right. Oh, because you're a private investigator. Perfect. And I do a scan of the interior. Give me a perception check. Do you have a handsome mustache? Just a mustache. Not like another transformer. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I have a headmaster. I'm also a mustache master. Mustacher. <laughs> Twenty-seven perception. Just a marker. <laughs> mustache. Mustache feel. The 27, you can tell that there's at least one survivor. Uh, there could be more. So as you're you're kind of listening in and, and doing your scan of the building, you can see that there are about two bodies, or I should say two, two bodies of transformers. About two per floor. The one that could be alive or moving is up on the third floor. Get up to the third floor. There's something moving around up there. Already on the second. Better watch yourself. Something moving might be the one that put the holes in this guy. It's easy to watch myself. I have mirrors. How special. Well, this building has windows and such. Uh, it will have windows on the front, like the front of the hallway. But this right here, these walls are next to other buildings. So I'll fly up to the third floor and jump in the window. So the layout of each floor is pretty much the same. Are there any holes in the ceiling from the structural damage from the explosion? Uh, not that you can tell. But there might uh, there might be ones you get high. So Wild Strike, you said you wanted to transform, fly up to the third floor, and jump in the window. Yep. And it's a little tight maneuvering because you're flying into a building. So give me a piloting check, please. Twenty-eight. You land inside the hallway on the third floor, and you see one of the doors. See that one of the doors on the side there is open. I'll uh, radio into everybody, let them know I'm on the third floor. There's one door open, I'm heading in there. We're gonna run up these stairs. He's here. So I have the stairs onto the second floor. Are you, uh, was Sweet Spot doing anything on the second floor or just gonna head straight up? According to the comms, I was told to head up to the third floor, and so that's where I'm going. Pythagoras will follow him as closely as he can. Pythagoras. Hey there, little bot. Magnum will stay, obviously, stay on the first floor. My name's Sweet Spot, by the way. I know that we didn't get a chance to meet before. I know it's not really the greatest time. I figure this stairway is taking long enough. You know what this building needs? This building needs a, a circular ramp going all the way up. That would make things a lot faster. That's a good At idea. And you could slide down, too. I suppose you can. Nice to meet you. My name's Pythagoras. All right. Oh, look at that. We're at the third floor. Um, he's going to make sure he has his art pistol ready. Uh, so what is Rex and what is Carapus going to do? Are you guys staying on the first floor or are you going to head up to the third floor? I'm going up the third floor, I guess, and someone else is going up. And... I'm also, yeah, I'm heading up to the third floor. I'm going to either deal with the threat or carry bodies down. Or both. Web Magnum will communicate the locations of other anything else, anybody else he detects to with the advice that they're not moving right now. So I have everyone have as much information as possible. Wildstrike gets into the room, and you notice a bot and a cowering in the corner. It's going to be such a scene when we run in. <laughs> hey, building's unsafe. We need to get out. Someone was shooting the place. I'm going to shoot you if you don't get out. Come on, move. Make it a 2 check. 
all we hear on the stairwell is shoot you. <laughs> I don't think he has to make an intimidate check. I'm intimidated. I see. Uh, yeah, he gets up and you let him out. Yeah, shoo, shoo, go on, keep going. He will run past Sweet Spot and Pythagoras. Oh, Pythagoras, make a <laughs> hole. I'll let them know once he's out of the room that he's I've got one moving, heading up the building. He said there were some shots fired up here. Can he just take a quick glance at him to see if he's injured on the way by? Or Look at the survivor heading down. Yeah, grab, grab his leg or something like that. Make a quick medicine check. 17. He doesn't look like he was shot. It does look like he's taken a little bit of damage from some fallen debris, but nothing too significant. But he's obviously still able to run. You think he'll be able to make it out fairly effectively. And the big axe sticking out of his back, it won't be a problem yet. <laughs> he's axitron. <laughs> yeah, a car with the axe, like an accident. <laughs> you thought he turned into a, uh, like a an axe-throwing target, right? <laughs> Target-tron. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, he's not a million years old. Oh, no. That there is a fresh-faced bot. Are you a pinata bot? <laughs> yeah. The rest of you get up to the third floor. Uh, you don't see anything else unusual in this room. It looks like it is a uh, habitation suite, so it looks like it was essentially his apartment. There's a, a recharge slab on there, a desk, communications equipment, uh, a couple of small Anybody else in here? My name's Sweet Swat, by the way. I know that we didn't get a chance to meet down on the ground. This here is uh, my friend Pythagoras. Nice to meet you. I'm Wild Strike. Wild Strike. Good to know. Pythagoras. You transform into a jet, right? Or are you just really good at jumping? Because it's the third floor, not many people can beat me up here. A little of both. Alrighty. Well, on to the next floor. Where was that again? What did you say to him? I told him to get out. Okay. No way, you were the idiot that was actually aiming guns at the crowd outside, weren't you? I was keeping them away from the buildings. It worked pretty well. You're lucky not to have gotten shot yourself. Luck has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Magnum will point them to the next nearest body or person. You aren't picking up any more life signs? Or any more... Movement? Yeah, any more movement or any kind of clues that are, are that something is moving over the lawn. But as you are kind of just like listening in and trying to figure out where everything is, you, you are able to pinpoint a number of what look like bodies to you from down there. All right, well, I will point out the nearest one. Nothing else is moving. You should sweep the building. How many floors were in this building? Total of seven. Total of seven. Magnum, can you detect uh, life forms in the adjacent buildings? Can I try? Give it a shot. Give it a go. Probably not. Fourteen. Uh, you're not getting anything through the walls, but you do know that Ironhide sent the other group into the building to the right. Uh, and you would imagine that he probably sent another group into the building on the other side as well. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, if you hear any combat, let us Wait, know. Wait, uh, you need to be warned. I'll try to use the comm link to get a hold of Ironhide and anybody else in range. This is Ironheart. Uh, use extreme caution. Someone's been shooting people up in here. Uh, your rescuers might be in danger. We're getting the same report from the other building. I'm Joker with a trigger happy. Hands must be connected. Thanks for the warning. I don't know. I would say that try to hunt down the remaining bodies and see if they're any in what shape they're in. Carapace will start, you said the explosion was on the fifth floor, right? Yes. So he'll start heading towards that. I'd say I draw my weapons, but I don't need to do that because I have mounted weapons, so all of my weapons are always available. Da-na-na. <laughs> the more you know. That's nice to know. Yes, it is. 
What you folks think? Think we just start at the top, work our way down, start in the middle, work our way out? Or whatever's closer for, for our current location. Well, the closest one would be the next floor up. That's floor number four. Well, is there anybody else on this floor? Yeah, if you open up the, the doors to the, the rooms on this floor, you will find a body in one of those rooms. And just like the one on the first floor, it looks like it has taken a couple of blaster shots. Medicine check. 21 medicine. Live. Uh, can we determine how long ago they died? Like, was it like somebody came in here, killed all the residents, then planted the bomb? Or is it like it happened after the bomb went off? I got 23 of the first one, 21 of the second one. The blasts look very recent, within the last hour or two. You can still see kind of like, some, like a bit of smoking, kind of uh, like you can still see a bit of melting metal on this. Could have been before the explosion, but not not very long before. Right. Deal some energon. Taking for energon. Everyone's a donor, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so I guess that's like kind of like what you would do is like your scan. I'm assuming like you like energon is a uniquely transformer like energy signal. So like if he's just like, hey, I want to detect energon. Yeah, but you need special sensors to actually detect energon. And you don't have that. No, yet. that they're like like really expensive and like level twelve or something. All right, well, he's he's defunct. And yank out the energon, and we'll head, well, I guess we'll head uh, up. You guys are okay with it? Upwards. Try to locate the near, next nearest. You are currently... I wasn't there floor, right? Oh, well, that, that was quick. <laughs> Fourth floor, then. Will you allow me to take point, sweet spot? Sure. I suppose since there's bots that are dead from Blastifar, makes sense. Someone as armed as you, and probably proficient with uh, with said armed. Yeah, I'm also us. heavily armored. As well, like well, by I'm, all means. I'm an armor bot. Yeah, like you seem to go fast, but that seems reckless, and I'm tough. And I don't know if you are. Well, in my experience, speed is life. But teach their own. You absolutely can go first. Maybe Pythagoras can go second because he's gonna try to treat anyone he finds. Right. All right. So up next floor, find uh, find anybody anybody who's down up there. Carapus, you get up to the fourth floor, and you see two bots that look dead uh, in the hallway on the fourth floor. I will move in defensively until I get over them. Because defensively, what is that? Uh, it's effectively it's a it's a standard action where you just you can move up to your speed and you get plus four to your armor class. So if these guys are playing possum and they're going to take a shot at me, good luck with that. And by the time they do, I'll be on top of them and then ouch. You get to the box there and. No movement to them. You can see some holes in it, just like the other ones. They look dead as well. Okay. Right. And do some medicine checks on them. Twenty and nineteen. I don't like the way this is going. <laughs> uh, they are definitely dead. John harvesting time. So I'm just going to be going from like door to door, pretty much. Like if there's someone waiting to fire at us, I'm the one who's going to take the hit. Are you going to open the doors? Yes. Uh, you open the doors, and on the fourth floor, the rooms are empty. It looks like these two were probably in the rooms, and they had left after we heard uh, a... Has, has the ceiling collapsed? Because technically it was the floor above that it, the explosion happened. Actually, the ceiling is not collapsed. Okay. But so as they were... you get closer, though, you start to see some like hairline fractures in the walls and in the ceiling as well. Okay. But it has not collapsed or anything on the do uh, Pythagoras, can he do like a sort of a structural integrity analysis to see 
you know, is if Wes running around here, do we have to be extra careful, or is it going to collapse on us? How, how, how risky is it? Engineering check? 22. It's looking dangerous. You would think that anything beyond the fifth floor might be too much for a full-size bot to handle. I suggest that, that maybe fewer of us come up here. Maybe just Carpus and I up to the fifth, and then I'll go up to the sixth, the sixth and seventh. Maybe some friends? That would be fantastic. A couple of them. Because the more... A raptor and pteranodon, maybe? That'd be great. Pteranodon, especially because he doesn't... Uh, Touch the ground. Which... He may sit on your head, though. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Although he's actually the same up. size as me, so... When you guys were on the way up, did you clear the second floor? Second floor? Oh, yeah. We did pass that. No. You guys should go check it. Right, I'll head down and check that out. And I will grab the body that was on the third floor... And bring it out. I know it's dead. Doesn't mean we should just leave it there. Hey, Ironhide, check out all the dead people we got. Why are they missing energy? Because <laughs> we have a cannibal in the party. Must be the Decepticon guy. <laughs> Don't trust them. Pythagoras and... What are your companions' names? Blazer. Phaser. Laser. <laughs> Does it matter which is it which? It doesn't matter. Pteranodon and Raptor. Right. You cut? I don't know yet. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, let's go up and uh, check the fifth floor. Pythagoras, Pteranodon, and Raptor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> parrot or is that a dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yes. <laughs> it's a Mocosaurus. <laughs> Roar! <laughs> Roar. <laughs> All right, uh, he'll be... Oh, he's armed. So just in case anyone tries to shoot at him. Three of you head up to the fifth floor, and the rest of you are heading down to the second floor? Sweet Spot's going to bring the body from the third floor completely down and out first, and then rejoin Spitfire? Wild Strike. Wild Strike? I was so close. Not even. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize. You got the right number of syllables. (laughs) I will rejoin Wild Strike on the second floor, ASAP. Which you know, for me, is very SP. Are you going to take the other two bodies as well? Or? I'm only one bot. Do I look like I'm a bit like him? The Flash has to do all the medium, medium lady because it's fast, you know? Like, do all the dishes, Flash, you know? Yeah. What dishes? So Caracas is heading up with Pythagoras and Trinidad Raptor. I thought that was the idea. Yeah, up to the fifth you can go, but don't go. you can't go any higher. Yeah. Who is first up? Is that Caracas? Yes. As you poke your head into the floor, you notice that the rooms along the outer wall are destroyed. There is a a gaping hole in the wall where the explosion was. It looks like this this building has stood up a little bit better than the other ones, whereas some of the other buildings during the during the explosions, uh, their entire front facade was kind of blown away. It looks like this building, it was a bit stronger, and it only blew away the wall on the fifth floor. So there is a gaping hole in the wall that you can see out of, uh, but the entire building hadn't, like, collapsed or anything. It's just the wall on the fifth floor that looks destroyed. It wasn't that, like, there were charges that didn't go off? Like, maybe, like, something was supposed to blow up three and only one went off or something like that? No, I'm sorry, thank you. Perception checks. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Well, can, you, can you ask me I want better answers, that's all. Can your guys help with that? I gotta take a 10. The rest of you can perception checks as well. 
anyone who is up there. Eighteen. Carapace, you don't notice much of anything. You don't see any bombs or any unexploded organs on there. Looks, looks as fine as it can, considering the wall is blown out. Right. The Pythagoras, though, you're taking a look at the bottom corner on one of the rooms. You can kind of just just see over the AD some of the debris. You're kind of short. You're kind of surprised that Carapace didn't notice this. There's something unusual in the corner on there. And the rest of you all notice something else. As you turn around, you look at the wall behind you, and you notice something kind of drawn on the wall. Who wants to examine what first? Does explosive runes exist in this world? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Else you tape a, you know, a tape a grenade to a chalkboard, I suppose. Right. Pythagoras will look at the object in the corner first. Approach it cautiously. And roll engineering. 27. It looks like a bomb. Alright, there's a bomb here, guys. I tell, like, what the possible yield would be based on what I've seen so far? You think that based on the explosions you've seen, if this thing goes off, the building's coming down. It's on a, a load bearing. Alright, uh, uh, you guys might want to stay very still. And Why? Move down the stairs. Same question. And exit the building slowly. There is an unexploded bomb here on a load-bearing member. Can we just pick it up and move it? Don't do that yet. I don't know what ba- what sets it off. It should have gone off already, so anything could potentially uh, set it off. Pythagoras is going to look at it, see if he can get an idea visually. Not from where you are, you would have to get Oh, well, he'll get closer. But he's not going to touch it. Tiptoe over there. What are Trendon and Raptor doing? I guess they'll have them come back to me. They can't really do much. I don't think so. What do you want to go up to floor six and seven? Or what? See if there are bodies or something up there. I think we can table this bomb and went down the building first, that's my opinion. Okay. <laughs> Not really worried about anything else. Dead bodies are dead bodies. Not gonna hurt anymore, right? So But there could be living bodies. There. He scanned, right? Well, they're not moving, but it does mean they're dead. You know, we've <laughs> seen all the ones we said. Actually, I mean, it could be living people uh, that are completely unconscious and not moving. Well, Transformers don't breathe, so if they're unconscious, they're pretty much inert. Tyrannodon and Raptor probably can't open doors and fly through walls, so I, I, again, I don't think they're any use. I mean, it depends on if you want to leave. The Tyrannodon might be useful in case uh, the two of us need to get us way quickly out the hole. Okay. Um, but it's all up to you because. Pythagoras would rather the rest of you get the hell out of Dodge, and uh, just so you're not in, I'm sure the at Raptor. risk. So, but that's 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 his, his opinion. I'm sure the Raptor can open doors. It's not like he's actually a dinosaur. Like he can like, hey, grab, put my bite and then I just spin my head around. Like you know. Is that legit? I mean, okay. Um, I transform both of my little hands into one functional hand. So he's just he's got a real hand on the end of his tail. Like, oh, that's, that's kind of freaky, but whatever. <laughs> that's so, Didn't notice that before. So useful. <laughs> yeah, we really needed to do he that. Walk away and just flick people off as the, he goes. The third day he couldn't get into the bathroom at night, you know. <laughs> he walked real quick. <laughs> uh, I guess Thorandon can stay with him, and I guess Raptor can go up the stairs and start looking around. Quick, quick as he can. So Raptor is going to start heading upstairs to examine the sixth and seventh floors if there are any survivors up there. And Pythagoras is going to examine the bomb. In the meantime, back down on floor two, sweet spots and Rex. Rex is there? Forgot about that already. A politician. 
Yeah, with all his, cam- for you, by the with way. All his characters, he can be on every floor. <laughs> so, back on two, Sweet Spot and Rex and Wildstrike are doing what? Opening the doors, checking to see if there are any bodies. You find two bodies, one in each of the, the main rooms, the ones that have windows facing the plaza. Looking for any suspicious people. Suspicious people. That aren't part of the group. You see a mirror. Ah! <laughs> shoot him, shoot him! <laughs> Trouble is, these guys probably have no idea whether they're alive or dead. You examine the bodies as best you can, and it looks like they have the same injuries as the other bodies. They are not moving, and from what limited experience with medicine that you guys have, uh, you think they are probably gone. I kick one of them. Kink. Yep, he's gone. Do they look like they have the same exact wounds? Like, very precise assassinations? Perception check. I will. I did. It is a 16. They do not look exactly the same. All right. I'll take one up. I'll take one of the bodies out. <laughs> Doesn't fight back. Nope, he's not. strike or Rex to anything else? Did Pythagoras um, tell us over the comms that there was a bomb? Yes. Okay. I will... Let you know that we found two more dead bots. They mean the intercom. Well, we don't even know outside. what that means. <laughs> you do your voodoo on your own time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll grab the other one and take it outside with um, Sweet there, the other body. The less you guys can shake the building, the better. Well, see, it's funny. You're kind of like a necromancer. I mean, Energon is like our life energy. Like, you're pulling out, like, pieces of soul. <laughs> uh, the interesting thing is it's, it's a, a, a transformer can be unconscious at zero hit points and stable. And you can take some Energon. It actually doesn't hurt them at all. It doesn't actually do any harm. And you can only do it once per person, ever. So. Yeah, because they only have one soul. <laughs> well, theoretically, someone who's unconscious could, uh, could, could, so they're all zombies after that, unwittingly creating a horde of yes. soulless Transformer zombies. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> hey, good news, everyone. I went on to the interwebs and I uh, sold my Energon to someone to raise some money for the political campaign. <laughs> Why would someone want to buy my Energon? <laughs> The real question is, how'd you convince them that they, you had some? <laughs> yeah, you're a politician. You have no soul. Cut <laughs> me deep there. <laughs> so Raptor is heading up to six. Uh-huh. He gets up there. I want you to make an acrobatics check, because the floor <clears throat> above five is looking not too safe. You don't need to make one for Tyrannodon, because... He's sitting on his head. Oh, he's sitting on... Uh, Acrobatics. Oh, hopefully deck, not, because right? he probably weighs more than me. <laughs> What's a 16 uh, plus 3 for abilities? Uh, so 16. You carefully make your way across the damaged floor. You do find uh, one body. I don't think your raptor can tell if how it died, but it can tell that it is... It is <laughs> it's missing it's scream. Yeah. The, the, the bite test. <laughs> How'd that bite get there? The Pythagoras, though, he heads over to the bomb in the corner. Make an acrobatics Eighteen. Uh, as you're moving across the floor, you do notice a section that seems weak, and you almost put your foot down on it, but then you realize, oh, you should not do that, and you carefully sidestep that section. You make your way over to the bomb. 
and you look at it, there's a timer on it. Nope, that's a timer thing. The timer says five. Let's see it counting down. And as you look, it changes to four. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. What do you do? I know what I would have done. <laughs> In fact, I probably would have already done it. Like, I would have oiled my pants. Uh, three. <laughs> He's going to pick it up and chuck it out the wind, out the hole, up in the air, so hopefully that it will explode before it lands on someone. <laughs> I want you to make an acrobatics check. Can't make a ranged attack. No, because you're not actually trying to throw it to hit someone, you're throwing you're it to throw it to not you're, to hit someone. You're trying to time it so that it blows up at its highest arc. Yeah, right. I got 12 for acrobatics. You're going to toss it up, you just want to wait a second or so, so it, it, you toss it up at the right time. You see it count down, you realize that you only have seconds left to go before this thing blows up. Rush forward, grab it. Right out to the, the big hole in the window. You think you're gonna throw it out to, out into the plaza, and you realize no, there's still thousands of people there. Change direction, throw it upwards. You nick it off the side of the debris, and it doesn't get the height you want as it's passing the seventh floor. Boom! It explodes. The building shakes, and above Raptor, he starts to see the floor start to collapse. And we'll see you next time. From the secret files of Teletran 1, Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM by Michael Ordway. Headmaster Pythagoras and his partner, Magnum, are played by Matthew G. Sweetspot, the ambassador of Velocitron, is played by Adam H.U. The Decepticon Warrior, Wildstrike, is played by Mike M. And the Beast Warriors of Primitive Eucharis, Rex, and Carapace are played by Rob Muller and Patrick Finn. The Autobot Supercomputer, Teletran 1, is supported by the humans of planet Earth by going to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Stay up to date with all the latest news and reviews in the world of the Transformers by listening to Transmissions and Transmissions Alt Mode. Teletran 1, Shutdown Mode Initiated.